I'm pretty sure what you're proposing is against the GEMA convention. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 104. I'm Jason Fitzgerald, and with me tonight is Randy James. Randy, how are you? Doing very well. How are, how are you? Best day of my life. Greatest day of my life. That's the best day of my life. It could be the greatest day of your life. It doesn't roll off the same, the tongue the same, I think, with the greatest day. I think best day is better. Greatest, more syllables is always better. <sighs> more syllables. But then it's more to get wrong. You have to have great confidence. I do. Greatest, exactly. Greatest day of my life. Great. That's more, yeah. Great confidence. Speaking of, how is, uh, how's the word game going? Are we, are we still doing this? Yeah, we get right into it. Who I goes think first? so. Yeah, we got to get right into it. I think we, we know the format. If you haven't been listening, go back a couple episodes. Uh, we're introducing new words every week to your vocabulary listeners. Mm-hmm. My word to you, Randy, is doddering. Hmm. Doddering. Daughter. Daughtering. Daughtering. D-O-D-D-E-R-I-N-G. Oh, not spelled like daughter. Daughtering. 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 I was going to say the act of making a daughter. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Is that, is that, that not been wrong? <laughs> is that not correct? <laughs> That would have been wrong. Um, does it have something to do with a doting over as in... I, I guess it's dattering. Dattering. I look at the, the phonetic. Is it an A? Nope. It's the... the, the it, but if you pronounce it phonetically... Hang on, let's see if I can do this. Uh, I'm guessing Daughter. you're going to... Daughter. 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 No, that's correct. Daughtering. Daughtering, yeah. yeah. Not daddering. Daughtering. Daughtering. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pass. I'm gonna go with my the act of making a, a daughter. Okay, the answer correct answer is pretty much. Well, you could go as one way or the other, but it could be you're very close or you're very far away. The answer is shaking, as from old age. <laughs> I guess it all depends on what you're shaking. I, <laughs> I don't see how that's related, but okay, that's, that's well, it's not. Fun. You've made it related. I'm trying to. How many words? How many words are we doing each? One. Just one word each? Yeah, we got a lot of content to get to tonight. Okay. I think. Um, all right, I have one in front of me. And I liked it. And I, th- I think I'm going to give it to you because you may come up with some interesting definitions. So it's... Uh, okay. The word is... This is all one word. Knitback. Knitback? Knitback. Starting with a K, a silent K. Knitback. Is it a knitback? Knitback. Um, knitback. Hmm. Is it the? Is it one of the strokes used in knitting? Say a scarf or a uh, sweater or hat or other uh, Afghan per se? Is it one of the? I don't know motions of the knitting I- needles. I'd say that's that's clever, but a little too direct, right? Okay. You know, I, maybe they'd have to give it a different name. Okay. You, you'd call that like a, a swoosh and whirl or something, not a, right? Yeah, you'd right. Ne- you'd never give it its actual literal name. That doesn't happen often. Uh, any other guesses? Um, and it's nothing. It's it's not a slang or a pejorative or uh, some kind of. Uh, whatchamacallit? 
it's not a derogatory. It's <laughs> maybe not we a, need. Maybe we do need to do more than one word here. It's maybe not a derogatory a, term for people who knit or come from the knitting community. <laughs> you knit back. <laughs> it's terrible. Scruffy herded knit back. Um, <laughs> give me my money back. Put dotting around and give me a. a I've got an alternative for you. What about? Uh, a, a man or a person with enough back hair that you could knit it into a... <laughs> Don't <laughs> into, clean yourself, you knit back. Into a um, quilt, yeah. Yeah, so we can turn these into some epithets if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got um, knit back, uh, the the backside of a knitted uh, article of clothing. Hmm. Also quite clever. But unfortunately, very wrong. In this case, it is the plant... Comfrey? I don't know what that even means. The plant comfrey, so-called from its use as a restorative. Yeah, see, that site stinks. That's why I look for so many words to find a good one. Okay, I I should look for some more. Maybe we should do one more. In fact, knit back Um, isn't even... Oh, here we go. A coarse branching hairy comfrey. So I guess comfrey is a type of plant. Sometimes cultivated for its white, yellowish, purple, or rose flower. Hmm. Next to comfrey, it says symptom, symphium... Symphitum officinale, which I believe is Latin. I'm looking for... Oh! Eh. See, I wish I could hang on to a couple and then come back to them. They show up in the bottom of that page. All right, here's a good one. They do! Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right, there you go. My wish came true. So give me... I'm going to scan through a couple more. Uh no, don't like that one. Operatively, oh, look, you, can, you can copy them to the right just by clicking on them in the bottom. Clown, easy. Uh, so- Socratism, easy one. Cut back. There we cut, go. Cut back. <laughs> really? An easy one. No, it's not what I'm going to give you. Okay, oh. the word I actually want to give you, which I'm going to click on, to send it over to the right. Boom! Did it work? Did it? What? It did. No, it didn't. Yes. The word is. Check string, also one word. Check string? Check string. Spelled just as it sounds, two words mashed into one. C H E C H S T R I C K. Okay. I was going to say it's a string provided to you from a. From Czechoslovakia? Yeah, right. That's not it. A check string is a string used to. Check something. Hmm. Uh, it's a string used in a plum and uh, in a plum. One of those plum things, you know, you hang it. That's the plum string. Bob. Plum bob. That's, that's the plum word. Plum yeah. bob. The string part of a plum bob. Mm, that is incorrect. Okay. This makes me. Uh, I have a lot of questions about plum bobs now. <laughs> Why? Plum. I don't. They could be plum Nancys. Why does it have to be a dude? Because they bounce. It's not they bob up and down. It's the verb part of it. You think they bounce? That's not... When you drop them, yeah, they It bounce. really shouldn't. It depends on the check... It, 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 it. It, it depends on the <laughs> elasticity of the check string that's in use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in this case, a check string is a cord. So that's close. By which a person in a carriage... Hmm? Okay. Or horse car... <laughs> <laughs> took the horse car, car out the other day, may signal <laughs> to the driver. So I'm in the horse car, and I'm the, basically, you can imagine where I tied this string to. <laughs> so two tugs, <laughs> <laughs> <Me>. less. 
<laughs> means it's too bumpy in here. Three tugs is... You're not having children. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what. Yeah. You better be driving I mean, smooth. Mm-hmm. You probably can't even tell if you've changed direction anyway. So you just tug it, <laughs> just tug it on the string to send some signals. Oh my goodness! Yeah, just the better definition site is a cord used by a passenger in a carriage to signal to the driver to slow down or go faster. Slow down or go faster. I mean, what? So what? Uh, how many tugs do you think means slow down? I don't. And I, how many tugs do you think means go faster? Because it's got to be a count. I need a better site still, right? Oh, you can pull really hard to stop the hard, <laughs> but then there's just no real way. Relentless pulling that you never let up means means what? <laughs> I'm guessing that would mean stop. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because there's no, I mean, there would be, anyway, let's move on. Okay. Uh, so we I got get, some mail. Oh, you want to go to the mail? I didn't get my second word, did I? Oh, you want another word? I gave you two. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, man. I want to give you a third now. Hurry. It's okay. I got a third for you. It just came up. Uh, well, if you got one, go ahead, because I got... Okay. This is, this was right up your alley again. I don't want to give too many hints away. Okay. Uh, see if I can pronounce it. A, a Pentateuch. Pentateuch. It's the first five bo- books of the Pen- Bible. Pentateuch. Did I it's pronounce a, it wrong? It's Pentateuch. Yeah, it's the first five books of the Bible. All right. The first... Well, can you be more specific? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers? Mm. And Deuteronomy? The first five books of the... Old Testament. Old Testament, <laughs> collectively called also, what is the uh, um, alias or alias? I've AKA the Pentateuch, the law according of, to Moses, the law of Moses, book of the law of Moses. Okay, there you go, etc. Very yep. good. That was um, a new one. You're well trained. Yeah. I've flown. Uh, I, see, this site, I wish I knew when I was... Pentatalk. Okay, here, uh, here. Along this vein, Momos. M-O-M-O-S. Momos? Same vein? Uh, you what will th- Moses... You, you will think so. ...would affectionately call his mother. No. <laughs> no. no. Not even... Wait a second. Uh, see, this thing gives fake words. Because I it, can't find a definition of this anywhere else. This game is... Uh, if we're going to do this game, we need to have better prep because this site is not... No, I think the prep would ruin it. But all right, fine. fine. All right, here, 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 here. Okay, well, fine. Day Woman. I'm just going to give you, like, easy ones now. Day Woman. Yeah. Day Woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> is this like a... Uh, I mean... It's all one word. Hmm. No space. Day... Day woman. I, I'm I'm guessing I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say, we'll we'll say a polite word of of an escort. That you works, polite, and you're gonna go with escort. that works during the day. Well, there's a lot of other words I could have used for it. You, you, a night walker, I believe, is what they would call them. No, is that the wrong word? Uh, so, a, street, vampires? street walker. Street walker. Oh. Well, yeah, I guess that <laughs> would be a, a, um, a. No, it's a dairy maid. I don't know what a dairy maid. Yeah, I don't know. That's the answer. But here's one more, and this is a word that could actually come up: a testator. A testator. It has something to do with bullfighting, no? 
No. That's a matador. I'll give you that hint. No, it does not have to do with test. It does not have to do with bullfighting. Uh, um, it, you said uh, you were going to give me a hint? I don't know. I'm terrible at this game. I know. I don't. Um, um, I thought you might actually know this one based on a conversation we had either in the last podcast or two podcasts ago. Testator. Is it English? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. All right, just fill me in. I give up. Okay. It is a person who makes a will, especially one who has died, leaving a valid will. A testator. If you die, would you be a testator? I guess. Yeah. Would you have a valid will? Uh, it's old. Yeah. I would say that doddering nitback. At least he left. At least he's left this world as a testator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what a nitback was anymore. <laughs> um, Hold on, I still, I still. Oh, shoot! What was it? It's the first one. Oh, something with a plant. Oh yeah, it was a type of type. Chose. You go, you go. Oh, geez, so many crazy words in here. All right, no one, this is crazy. It's fun to make up like fake curses out of them. Like, I curse you, you doddering nitback. That's Mm -hmm. fun. I made up all those words, actually. None of them were true. I do like the the string one. You can combine them into uh, fun stuff, like we do Wizard Face Freebooter. We still can use that one. A check string could come in handy in the office. We could just uh, put check strings on a number of people and. Send them, send them some signals through the check string. You work faster. <laughs> I will put the test the check string is on you until you put that phone down. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Focus, or I will. You have to use the check string. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we got the mail, and you wouldn't let me read it before the show. So oh, uh, yes, read the mail, please. You're gonna get it. Right how, right how many pieces of mail did we receive? One. Okay. I mean, I didn't check the mailbox, but one piece of email. We don't have a mailbox. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Send us postcards at. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> this is from Mike. And he Hi, says, Mike. my two older kids are in French immersion classes here. He does not specify Ooh. where here is. And I recommend the idea highly. The traditional American approach to foreign language learning starting in seven, grade seven or nine is a terrible way for people to become conversant. Slow-witted nitbacks. Whoa, he knows. Converses. Um, and then he calls a slow-witted nit- uh, the whole- Younger kids have much more neuroplasticity. Wow. And can learn new languages far more easily. My wife also was in a French immersion program from grade one. And she went many years speaking only English without losing her ability to speak French. We just spent a month in Paris. And my Duolingo French really wasn't up to the task. But she had no trouble talking to people. Not to bash Duolingo, I found it very useful. Uh, well, there's not. That's a that's a tough time comparison. I mean, you use Duolingo for a little while. You're not. I don't know how how long he prepared for. Did he finish the whole course? Yeah, you know, you know whatever. That's an interesting comparison. But so what Mike is writing in about is the discussion we had about my um, exploration of the potential for a Spanish immersion class. For when my daughter ventures into kindergarten uh, the year after next. And right. <laughs> did you sign her up yet? No, I have not signed her up yet. In I fact, I had a conversation for. last night with someone who probably is not listening. And they they provided some some good insights. We we juggled around the pros and the cons here. Well, you got a con? I, we couldn't come up with one, could we? 
Well, there's a number of cons. I mean, one, well, there's a number of things that could be considered cons. Uh, the most prominent of which, perhaps, is the uh, the fact that it's the same kids all together for at least like six years. I don't see I, that as a con. I, I don't see sure. that. I don't really see that as an. I mean, there are plenty of schools where they only have one class. Right. Yeah. Yes. There are plenty of schools where uh, there are not enough kids in the school. And right. they only have one class. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you think they lament that they don't ever get to meet other? I, I don't. I don't uh, see that as. A, yeah. So I'm not sure. So put that in the middle column as. I'm not. That doesn't even make the chart for me. I'm it's sorry. Not a, it's not a pro. It's not a con. It's just a yeah. thing. It's just a thing. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't I fall guess it's way. a fact. We'll put it in the fact column. There is certainly. I mean, there was a con that was well agreed on, which it could delay English things, because. They just simply do not teach you how to read in English or to write it for that matter. Hmm. They're teaching Spanish. <laughs> well, oh, that's interesting. Uh-huh. So they don't teach you English, how to read in English. Nope. I mean, they don't use, They. I mean, you could still How would learn. they do it? Would they teach well, you in Spanish you, how yeah, to read in English? Right, right. They could do that. I mean, no. <laughs> will you learn how to read in Spanish using in English? It's very hard to say clearly, but. You know what I mean? Like my Spanish teacher taught me to read in Spanish, but using English, prim- I don't really know how to say that without making just uh, loops, that, circles. Yeah, but that, to Mike's example, that was a late, that's well, I agree not with immersion. It not being that immersion, immersion but I think that it's possible to teach how to read in English. But that's interesting. Okay. I, I guess you could put that in the con category. You think so? Because it could also... Right, it's a con because you'd be slightly behind in the English category. You're not going to learn how to read in your native tongue. I like to say native tongue. Uh, but I think we need some experimental and or anecdotal evidence on how true that really is. Like, if you're, you, you, you never go into learn English or how delayed no, of course not. will it be? So, so we walked away from that conversation with some, some uh, action items, one of which was to have a conversation with some people we know that are currently in third grade uh, as they are, at least in our town, the oldest children in the program because it's only up to third grade at this point because it essentially started four years ago, you know, third, second, first kindergarten. Uh, It's interesting because they have to keep hiring teachers (laughs) because now, (laughs) I mean, think about it, right? Oh, it just started? They started it four years ago. Oh, yeah. So now they have... Four grades worth of Spanish classes, huh. right? Next year, they'll have to hire a fourth grade Spanish teacher, right? <laughs> and then next, <laughs> the next year, they'll have to hire a fifth grade Spanish teacher. So as each new kindergarten class comes in, that the previous class gets a little older, moves on. Uh, yeah, but we are not, and we're obviously not the first town to have done this. Um, so anyway, so we're chalking Mike's commentary in the pro column. I think just general experience with immersion programs that turn out positive are um, they just fit right into the pro column. I don't, I'd like I'd love to hear from someone who has their kid in an immersion program who thinks negatively of it, or perhaps uh, there's probably some things I can look up on how many kids are removed from the program, maybe why this, this might not be that hard to find. If the parents pulled them out, and maybe their reasons for doing so. Mm, what do you, you have? Any thoughts? Thoughts on this? 
Yeah, I don't know. These are a couple of different angles I hadn't thought of. <laughs> the new teacher thing, that, that, that seems like it could be a burden on the town. Uh, well, it is. You know, eventually it'll get filled in and then they'll all be there, right? I mean, new teachers, you always have to. But yeah, but then you have like a very... I mean, what if you get low enrollment? What if you don't have a full class? Well, you would have to have kids drop out, right? Why? I mean, the kids who enrolled in kindergarten, let's say by the time they get to third grade, why would they stop? No, I'm not... Um... Hmm. No, at least as it stands today, the, there's no chance of low enrollment. There's a waiting list. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, so I, I, got- could, I, I could see it tapering, you know, maybe like half of the fifth grade class decided that they didn't want to do it anymore. And yeah, they, but why would they not want to? I don't, I don't know. I mean, these are things um, your school system has to deal with all the time, right? Yeah. Shuffling around, hiring new teachers. It's a little different because you have to have a teacher doing this one specific thing. Right. Uh, I suppose eventually they may end up with more than one immersion class. Who knows? The whole school could just be an immersion school. You have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 the problem, right? That, you're on a slippery slope, Randy. Oh, yeah, it's slippery. Yeah, real slippery. So, so slippery. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's, that's I guess, what... Hmm. There'll be a waiting list for the English class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I, I don't. I, I guess I got nothing else here on this one. I think you just. Should, I just think you should do it. There's. Uh, there's I also mean, a con. What are, you, what are you risking here? <laughs> my, <laughs> just my, a child's education. Just, just my daughter's education. That's all. Fine. Only one of them. I got the the control child. He's, yeah. Right. He's already. So we've got. If we just had some more kids, you could do this. We could really get a random scientific experiment going, right? So you've got your son. He's the he's the initial control doing English all the way. Next kid, how many you got? Uh, your second kid's already in school. Hmm. Third kid, the the, la- the final two kids have to go into Spanish, basically. So you got two kids English, two kids Spanish. Yeah, I got a boy in English, but you got three girls that so misses it up. Not that the gender. I mean, there's a gonna whole have kind of gender conversation here, right? I mean, you already. You, uh, I'm not gonna. What's the gender have to do with it? Uh, <laughs> no. I. What's the gender have to do with it? Um, yeah. I mean, so what's the end game here, right? What what do we have to measure? We have to have uh, smart goals, right? A smart goal. What remember? What are the smart? Th- there have to be. Are you thinking of the scientific measurable. method? No, no, no. Well, no, not the scientific method per se. I'm saying we're, we're, we're talking about having to measure, right? You're comparing two yeah, people. You need like a, you need like a thousand out. kids, basically. It's... You need more, probably, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really... saying. I'm saying what you're doing is you're taking the child that already has all the, um, what they would call privilege and, uh, allowing him to keep his privilege while taking the already, the, the, the disadvantaged one and making her more disadvantaged. What's, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's, um, are you saying because she's a woman? <laughs> yeah. She's disadvantaged. Well, she will be. No, well, no I'm she, not saying she's disadvantaged. She will be disadvantaged? Because, yeah. Well, that, I'm saying. Or she I, will be a woman. Well, as your son will one day enjoy his, enjoy, and not, I'm using quotes all over the place here. When yeah, I where are you going? Way. Where are you going with yeah, this? Not enjoy his white privilege, but he will have. He has that. Oh gosh, this is why I didn't <laughs> want to open this Pandora's box of madness. Well, it's is revealing for your perspective because I. On no, this the one is not hand, my perspective. From yeah, not my, well, it is because it's coming out of your mouth. I mean, you no, could say I've ex- I've told you the views expressed on the show are not mine. Uh, right and. I consider the privilege to be uh, the one attending the class, to be honest. There's an opportunity 
Oh, no. Yeah, I agree with that. You do. Okay. But we're discussing the pros. So so if if nothing was different, right, as society is set up currently... They, many, many people will argue that your son will have some advantages that your daughter would not. We're not talking about the Spanish class anymore? No, I'm talking about just society, just in general. I understand. Okay. 75% of the pay, all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Now, yeah. I'm saying that you've left your son as the status quo, and you have now... Uh, yeah, I need to have another son. Yeah, right. Right. He needs, he needs to be in the Spanish class. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You've got some control. You've got more children to work the experiment with than I do. I know, but we don't have the, <laughs> we don't have the experiment offered in my town. Mm, boy, so disadvantaged in that town of I yours. Know. I know. <laughs> Let it be noted that uh, Randy grew up in the town I live in, went to the schools <laughs> I live in. That's why I had to move away. They weren't progressive enough. So. Right. They didn't have the opportunity. Okay. They're spending money on all these crazy shenanigans over there. Nothing, no immersion programs of any kind. Barely have English immersion. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know where to take this, this conversation. <laughs> well, we're commenting. We're still reading the mailbag. So, what, what else do you draw from Mike's message about uh, French immersion? No, he didn't have any sort of uh, favoritism toward one particular language. It seems it's just French no, was, yeah, in, it, it was yeah. in his wheelhouse. Um, he did say the American way is terrible. That is a common consensus, yeah. I mean, we are... I don't have any metrics in front of me, See, but I, I was listening I, to that. Remember the podcast I was telling you about? The uh, the great the great courses? It's not, it's, yeah, it's not a podcast, but... They didn't... I, I mean, mean, they weren't being... They weren't disparaging, you know, America here, but the, they were pointing out that we are essentially the only country where uh, the percentage of the population that knows two languages is kind of inversed or inverted like every other country it's it's high percentages and, I, and i'm sort of paraphrasing here it's fairly high percentage of people know more than one language and a lot of the time the second one is english which is probably a big part of the reason why we don't learn two languages I, it, partially our proximity to other countries we're sort of landlocked i mean we yeah. can get to canada it makes it very our borders are very weird and all this kind of stuff whereas if you're in uh you know western europe you can travel all around in the landmass and get be exposed to all kinds of different languages which is pretty cool um so i don't know what the root cause is but they were pointing that fact out um I don't suppose it had any real bearing on, you know, there wasn't real specific evidence around the rest of the world is smarter than the United States for that reason. Um, But uh, it is interesting to point out that we're... Yeah, I get real aggravated when people are like, American school systems suck. And yet, we're like the only country that's been to the moon. I mean, there's there's all kinds of like, uh, I mean... Apple's an American country. Google's an American country. Amazon. I mean, all these. I know other countries have Apple their amazing things. Apple is a country. But, no, American company. I said. I mean, all company. these like big, huge companies and stuff that have come out of it. Like all this innovation has come from America. And I know that other places have done innovative things too, but not. I mean, oh, I mean, Let, let's just say that those two things are wholly unrelated. I don't think we have any evidence to say you that, can't say the you can't say the education system and the the uh, no no just industry the language that comes out of the country is. 
I mean, if you wanted to start making, oh, you know, just language, co- sure, correlate fine. these conclusions, you could say being bilingual makes you dumber because most Americans are monolingual and we are like the best, you know. It's a, those are kind of, I think those are silly conclusions to make and co- even correlations to discuss. But he's saying it's a terrible way for people to become conversant in a foreign language. I will absolutely agree with that. Well, who's saying what now? Mike says the the, tradi- the way starting to learn a language in grade seven or nine, whatever it is, for me it was grade seven, is a terrible way for people to become conversant. And yes. I will agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think the only way to become conversant is to immerse yourself in the language. Mm-hmm. Whether it be Spanish, French, Pig Latin, whatever it is. <laughs> it's nay mm-hmm. on the ig pay atin lay. There you go. You're very <laughs> conversant in Pig Latin. <laughs> Kids will figure out that stuff really quick, too, though. They're not yeah. bad at it. <clears throat> so, um,. All right, so we're still nowhere on this. I will keep you posted. No, on no. Our- I, what do you mean we're nowhere? I think our conclusion has been made, and you just need to take action. Well, it's, I still need. You well, have I need- some hang-ups on it, and I and as it's not my child, I do not have any <laughs> hang-ups, and I think you should move forward with it. I was moving forward with it until we had a discussion with our neighbor, and they had a lot of hang-ups, and they really put some pressure on the how negative it was, and it's a big waste of time, and yada, yada. I'm really surprised at you. I thought you would sign her up immediately out of spite. Usually when people tell you stuff that you don't agree with, you get all... I like to be a little open-minded. No, I wouldn't do that to my children. If I'm going to be... Uh, um, what do you mean, usually I'm super spiteful? That's not... I didn't uh, say usually sp- super si- spiteful. I said you implied usually it. You are... No, I said usually you are... Uh, spiteful when people disagree with you on things that you opinions you have. I'm trying to be very objective about this one. Good for you, Randy. I'm trying to weigh each side and really keep shifting perspectives and say, well, why is this a good thing? And well, why is this a bad thing? And is it a good opportunity or is it going to be detrimental? And I think uh, the what the point I tried to sell with these neighbor friends of mine, you know, because their argument was, uh, why do I need all this extra hassle in my life? You know, I don't want to complicate. What's already complicated? I don't that, that, and I don't like that excuse. Is what I'm right. telling you. Me is either. that I, I don't like I'm that. thinking. I'm thinking to myself, why not? Like complicated to no end. Like isn't that that's the fun part of life? It's like you're not. And the main point here was it's not in addition to right. It's not like she would be in school all day and then immersed in Spanish class after school and at night. Right. It's just that. School is now in Spanish. It's It replaces it. So it's in place of. So there's no real extra time spent for the kids. Except home time would be more English focused, right? So obviously I would have to learn some Spanish to keep up, which I think would be fun. And the kids would have to work a little harder on English at home eventually. Maybe. I'm not sure. Who knows? It's weird. It's very hard to understand. I mean, would they just get English reading eventually with and writing and all that stuff without even thinking about it just because they're exposed to it at home? This is, all, this is all something that I think would be fun to discover and work through. And I feel like you just come out on top. It's like, it, you know, it's one of those, this is not a zero-sum game kind of thing. Does that make sense? You 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 could just continue with the status quo and say... I don't know what's the example I'm thinking of. It's like you go to a mediocre school and however you put that label on the school, I don't know. Or let's just say you take a you take a, a, 
a 101 course in college and you get an A, you come out of it with what? You know, not a lot of knowledge. No, right. Yeah. You come out with a good grade. You take a graduate level course as a sophomore and you get a C, but you come out of it with like this crazy knowledge that like a sophomore wouldn't usually have. And you really wrecked yourself going through the whole thing. And But I think you come out of it better off than had you gotten an A in that 101 course. Is this mm-hmm. a bad analogy? No, it's yeah. not a bad analogy. I, I equate this in my high school career. Um, you know, th- there was there was like advanced placement courses. And right. um, not everybody took the advanced placement courses. And they didn't weight the advanced placement courses any higher than the regular placement courses in the GPA. And of course we all had a problem with that. Like if in, in the, in the, I mean, this is high school and there's a lot of this in the grand scheme of things, this doesn't matter, but like that, but for the valedictorian, it came down, it was pretty close. I, and I don't worry about me. I wasn't anywhere close, but um, <laughs> like it was close. And the two people are like, we're neck and neck for score, but one was taking AP classes and one wasn't. So it's like, well, of course it should go to the person taking the harder class, shouldn't it? And uh, I mean, so or they I should think that's the grades, yeah. Oh, and it absolutely does have a huge impact. I mean, high yeah. school matters from your freshman year, huh? your college entrance stuff. Well, anyway, yeah, uh, topic which, for another, another day. Yeah. But I, that, I agree with that completely. And I did not take a large number of AP courses, and uh, partially, I don't want to put them on the spot, but partially, my, I think my parents took the approach of let's keep them in the course that he can get the good grades. Oh, really? In. Yeah. And and I didn't really I don't think I knew this. I wasn't super aware of it when it was going on kind of thing. Yeah. But if I had the choice today you know, with my own kids, I think I would go the other way. I would and you could interpret this as too much pressure, you know. You could interpret you could you could try to draw that conclusion, but you know, this is again, it's very you have to be closer to the issue. You can't draw these sweeping judgments. Right. I would push more toward the let's keep challenging ourselves. Let's 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 sign up for those AP courses as much as they're. Let's take every opportunity that's afforded to us. And uh, yeah, see, my, so my personally, my grandfather also thought it was. I don't want to speak ill of him, but it, he was education was extremely important to him. But he always disagreed with us taking the advanced placement courses, and uh, and he's like, why do you want to get ahead of your self yeah. like why are you going to get ahead of where you should be quote unquote in in your learning and um i kind of get that a little bit but because like why if my son was taking fifth grade math in fourth grade now he's not with his class again or, or if, if you're taking if you know taking uh is doing whatever, that or was college that 101 101 math as a senior <laughs> in, in high school the benefit there i think and I agree in in the past what I did was you place out of the college level 101 class if you do well enough and the college honors it and all that stuff which I think they should and so then you can take the 200 class as a freshman and then the 300 class as a sophomore and a 400 and then you get into a graduate level class when you're a senior and so you're learning more in the same amount of time like if you mastered something right. why do you want to just sit back and not learn you're taking a year off of learning when your well, that, brain has a lot of neuroplasticity boom that's what i was going to suggest that perhaps he was of the mindset it's like that it's all mastery based learning that you shouldn't get ahead of yourself like you need to master the subject before you move on but maybe you didn't get into that much detail maybe the truth of it is that you have mastered that subject and you can move on yeah. and you should move on because you can you know 
if you're if it's clear that your child or yourself or whatever you're just going to ace courses without trying very hard then yes you absolutely should move them ahead so they're getting yeah. they're just being challenged and and the answer to that i think was part of the question as well it's like why would we you know, get ahead of ourselves so that we can get ahead of ourselves yeah. <laughs> like, so that you can be ahead so that you can save time so that you can get out of college earlier so that you can have better skills. Just, another another yeah. facet of this, at least for myself. And, uh, I, I, I don't want to, I hate the, the ADD thing, the ADHD. Cause I've never been, I, I don't really have somebody that was serious with it. I was tested for it later in college and they said, I probably had it as a kid, but I grew out of it. But I do know this. And I saw this a bit in my son. I, I, if I remember, I think I said it on the show. I may not have might have said it at lunch, but I, I know that when we, we went, when I went to meet the teacher night, um, the teacher was going over the curriculum for math and I was like, oh man, my son knows all this stuff like already. He's done, and he doesn't know everything, but he knew a lot of the math that they had done. They were getting into multiplications and some of this stuff and he had known a lot of it. I'm like, this is the year he's going to start having behavior problems. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like he had a little stuff at the beginning of the year, but it's kind of, it's gone out, gone away, which is good. But for me personally, when I got bored in class, and this is an excuse, uh, it's a reason, but whenever, when I got bored in class, that's when I started to get acting out. Like I didn't know how, to, I didn't have the personal skills to mediate my behavior in a way that I would help another student or I would be productive. I would just cause problems. Like I would just act out. So when I wasn't challenged, I was a behavioral problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was better for the teacher to keep me challenged and putting me in, you know, harder sk- stuff where I was continually learning. Or, you know, I, I was kind of a straw man, maybe. On the other hand, I don't know. This is so, for me, I like to see that the kids are challenged, right? Why should they just be sitting in school doing nothing or doing some busy work when they could be learning something? You hear the siren? Sorry what about the siren. That? What was it? <laughs> I have a, I have a sump pump. That's a backup sump pump. So there's two prime, the primary sump pump didn't go off for some reason. It's being finicky, but yeah. So that's, I think think it's flooding right now. Are you? No, the backup sump pump kicked on. The backup sump pump is like a foot higher than the uh, bottom sump pump. No, higher, higher, lower, higher. Higher. So when the primary, the first one goes off, the battery, the backup one's also on a battery. So if the power goes out, it will go off. And this so is, it'll let us know the circuit's blown or this that. This is luxurious. Okay. A it's battery. just, we get, we get water. If we would get water if, if, the, yeah. <laughs> it's not luxurious. It's a pain in the neck. It's a, <laughs> two, it's a, two pumping systems. All right. What's well, a backup system? Well, I guess you finished, you finished your basement. So that'd be, yeah. It, it's worth it. You it's know what? Worth, I try, I tried to get flood insurance and they were like, yeah, we don't offer it. I was like, what? You can get like $2,000 worth of coverage. I was like, uh, the carpet, like just put carpet in was 2000 Like, uh, not really, mm-hmm. but um, to yeah, get it like, all up. Nah, you built your house below ground. It's going to fill with water. We don't want to ensure that. Yeah. Hmm. So anyways, mm-hmm. uh, back to the school stuff. So I think it's I think it's worthwhile to have a kid be engaged, challenged. They go to school to learn. They go to school to, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, there's other ways to do it. There's all kinds of stuff. The, kid, the, the curriculums are way better, better, I think, now and different than when I was a kid. They, you know, they are challenged in different ways. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm I'm flipping to the other side of like you know I used to comment on overscheduled children and sort of look at it and be like boy that kid's being run ragged you know now I'm like man I gotta I gotta schedule the heck out of my kids <laughs> they are just gonna be doing everything because why not like it's worth I think it's it's worth the money it's worth the cost of, I'm not I'm not saying they have to be the best at it but 
they're going to play baseball. They're going to play soccer. They're going to play basketball. They're going to, I'm going to try to encourage them to do every actor after school activity that I can get them interested in. Right? I'm not going to force them to do it. I want to try to get them, but I'll keep encouraging instruments and school plays and book clubs and I don't know what anything they want to join the debate team or okay. anything that'll just That's keep fine. them engaged with some activity where they're not like. I'm home from school, you know, I'm going to watch TV for a while. Or... But do you mean that like at this age when they're like eight and nine years old or six and seven, eight years old? Well, it, everything is age appropriate, right? Okay. I mean, it's it's a gentle nudging, right? You can't just, I can't go between today and tomorrow and jump 100%, right? But I can always be pushing the needle just a little, little bit, you know? I mean, and it sort of organically expands anyway. So this season, for example... You know, I think last season it started. Soccer is now two days a week instead of one. And yeah. We're doing, and we're doing soccer and baseball. So that's going to be like three days of sports each week. Yeah. I see. I don't agree with that. that. I mean, well, that's a lot. It's a lot. It might be. I don't, I don't agree with it for my kid. I mean, the sports for sure, but I like having my kids. I, I don't know. When they get too much stuff like that, they but get. But you got you to be the judge of that. I guess I, yeah. all I'm sort of suggesting is uh, I don't want to let it slip the other way. Like I, I don't want to push too, too far, but I always want to be pushing slightly over the boundary. Like if we have, if, if it was a question whether or not to sign them up for something, be like, well, you know, you could do this thing or you could have like tons of extra free time that you don't need to do. Let's do the thing. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. But don't do the thing where you're like, uh, well, every Saturday morning he has, he goes from soccer then to basketball and they overlap. So you leave the soccer game early right. and your coach is left right. hanging. Right. And then almost sometimes you do this. So we can't do both because he has, you know, Spanish class. So we, we have to skip soccer and basketball. So that uh, stuff drives me crazy. That can be a challenge. Yeah. In our case, it happens that soccer and baseball are on separate days. Practice Friday, game Sunday, baseball yeah. Saturday. Right. Yeah, see, that's fine. So he's going to be tired, but we'll, you know, and we'll, and I'll, we'll yeah. go for the rest time. You know, we'll go from baseball and we'll go to relaxing. We'll read books, whatever. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure, balance that out. But, uh, you know, recently, as a, for example, he, we kind of, he could be doing better in the reading category. My son, my, my older boy, or my boy is older. And, um, <laughs> we, we, because I have a boy and a girl. But I know, he's but he's not my older boy. Yeah, he's my boy. Who is? I think you established your children. <laughs> People may be just joining. Oh, yeah. Just joining. Randy has two children, a boy and, and a girl. And so you know, we encouraged him and we signed him up. So it's more like we talked about it with him, and then we went ahead and signed him up for this reading club. So he does this after school thing now once a week. But he also, um, I was very excited about about this. One of his friends who reads quite a bit, they actually opted together to do uh, this. Actually, this is the reading club, but that's what they call it, which is during lunch, which is totally nuts, right? So during lunch, they stay in the classroom and they read together. And this is like the coolest thing in the world to me. It's like, this is perfect, you know, instead of, but he wants to do it. I'm not like, I'm not going over to the school and making him do it. Uh, but with some, with some nudging and some encouragement and some positive talk and all this stuff and with the help of his friends, here yeah. he is doing it. And it, it's going to, it it can't be anything but positive for him because he's he could he could use the work he certainly could improve but anyone could stand some improvement and it just it just it's a way to fit it in like it's that's that much more time that we could spend 
you know, doing something else or getting ahead with his reading. And, I, and I'm very happy about that. Well, that's good. Yes. Isn't it? It's very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make your own calls. I know. Everybody, everybody, everybody's situation's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to give them free time to exp- to explore the world around them, though. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Free, free time. Edu- well, free time not watching TV free time. Oh, yeah. TV. Yeah. TV is driving me crazy. <laughs> I, I, I just. If we, I think we can probably all agree. And that's sort of the side point. Just about doing doing anything. Just about anything other than television. Uh, there is some argument. Actually, this was in this uh, Great Courses series. Uh, they did some research into video games because it's, you know, video games is not a general subject, right? There's so many different types of video games. There's educational. There's all these. Other. The conclusion was, and I don't want to really give away all there, right? You should go spend your money on the book. It's pretty good. This uh, is the same book you were talking about? Yeah, the, the, great, the Great Courses series. Uh, I forget what it's called now. It's in the notes probably. Oh, but basically the answer was no video game is good. <laughs> like it, it might be mm. neutral. Like it might not be damaging, but there's no real scientific benefit to playing video games. Uh, certainly it looks like they get better at a skill, right? They get better at playing that game. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> but in general, so that that you know, I let my kids play video games sometimes, and it certainly is a good escape. But if I were capable of wrangling this all the time, I think I would opt for just just go outside and play, <laughs> just get out there and kick the ball around, use the pitch back, play on the swing set, go to the playground. I don't know. I'm very much looking forward to when they're old enough to just go to the playground on their own. Uh, that. Brings up a whole nother ball of wax. But, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, you know, we're doing that now. Letting our kids go outside, even like the baby, like three year old, if he's with, if she's with the other ones. Yeah, it's freeing, but it's also like, whew, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, in your own yard, in my own yard, but they yeah. walk in the woods, and you know, and then you're like, huh, I haven't heard from them in a while. Let me check on them. <laughs> you know, we've had no problems yet, and uh, I think that you know, I think they'd look out for each other a little bit, but. I hope they would. Anywho, um, what was I going to say, though? I did I have a know. comment. You did. Something about education. You said, oh, let's, no. I think you were saying, let's wrap oh, up the Oh, the video education. game things. You can, yeah. I mean, the video games, you find studies on both sides of that coin, though, uh, that are very much in favor of video games and very much anti-video games. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, and I I told my son this was, <laughs> this past weekend. I'm like, you're done watching the stupid Minecraft videos. Like, they're no. They, yeah. I'm like, if you want to, if, if I'd rather, I'd much rather you go play Minecraft. That's what I told him. Yeah. Then watch these stupid videos because there was there's a whole meltdown situation where I was like, we're going outside because it was we got a ton of snow on Friday and and uh, you know was, everybody else was like, yeah, let's go outside. I don't want to go outside. And he's sitting there, and you know, and it was because his brain was all mushy from, from watching, watching some video and yeah so he i don't know it's no better than watching tv and then i was like i'd much rather you play this i'd much rather you play minecraft than actually like you know do something that you're using the your brain instead of passively sitting there but we've talked about this ad nauseum i think at this point we have i mentioned this exact same thing the other day yes can i can i watch minecraft videos <laughs> I, i'd rather you just play the game so he goes oh okay and he runs over so yeah 
But like I told you, he doesn't want to play with uh, with by himself. So, I, I and I did hear that notification. I, you thought I was just going to let it go, but um, mm. I marked it. But it was you, I believe. Yeah, it was me. Well, I caught. But why is your phone? Since when does your phone have notifications? Well, like, my, my phone, as I think I mentioned, my phone is is breaking. And if I the, my switch, the switch that makes it non audible is now, it's like stuck. And if I turn the switch down, it just perpetually vibrates. <laughs> it's like very loose. Mm. Yeah, I'm very uh, disappointed. The so the notification was I had just retweeted or updated the DBD cast tweet of the show, and the if this then that utility will mm. not do attributions on Twitter tweets. So I have to turn mm. it off. I tried it for one or two weeks. It it works fine for Facebook, and it was it's very sweet because you can just automate the thing. So we post the show on the. Uh, what's the page for re- the WordPress site? And then uh, if this, then that checks it, sees it, posts it, cross posts it over to Facebook and then cross posts it over to the Twitter. But it, since it doesn't do the attribution to the whole at signs, it, uh, it's going to get fired for that job. And I'm not going to make it any more compl- complicated. You're fired. I have a little, I have a little, uh, Hey, speaking of both anti-establishment cat, uh, candidates won tonight in New Hampshire, I'm sure you care. The guy with the boot on his head? <laughs> no. Oh, it's that guy's name, Vermin something. Uh, yeah, Vermin Supreme. Oh I my think. gosh! Yeah, no, Is not his him. Name? He did not win. No, Trump and Sanders—they're they're the anti-establishment um, candidates. Hmm. Trump won New Hampshire, huh? Yeah, well, he was expected to, but let's not get into politics. So Helen had her tooth out on Friday. And Helen won in New Hampshire. You remember last week? I was sort of like, I was pretty melancholy about the whole thing. I was yes, worried. Yes, your daughter. This is your daughter. Chipped a tooth. Yeah, and it pulled. Won't have a front she tooth didn't for chip two it. years. She cracked it and behind the above the gum line. This is my four year old daughter. Cracked it, and cracked so last it. Friday, she had the tooth removed, and uh, she's a champ. And she, of course, she's a champ. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. Going to be all worried about doesn't it. Doesn't yeah. care. So she got home in the midst of the big snowstorm. She got home, just laying on the couch, like kind of out of it because she's still mm-hmm. they. They did give her some good drugs, uh, mind-altering chemicals to, uh, yeah, calm her down and to take care of the pain. But then when she sort of came around, she was pretty upset and inconsolable for a while till she got more painkillers in her. But just uh, one dose of ibuprofen or some Tylenol or something, and then by the end of the day, she was back to her old self pretty much. And Saturday was like nothing ever happened. So hmm. how did she look? It. She looks like she's missing a front tooth, though. Oh, and the one thing that was kind of gnarly is that, and I didn't know this, but the kids' tooths are teeth tooths. Listen to me. The kids' teeth are uh, yeah. are big. It's a big tooth. Like, there's a lot yeah, more to the big. tooth that d- dissolves. I guess the root dissolves when they fall out. Hmm. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. Before it, that's how they fall out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, otherwise, how do they get loose? We haven't really... Sure. Right. It, uh, so, yeah. So it dissolves. It doesn't like just keep like growing its way out until it comes out. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it dissolves. So there's the a bottom, small. the bottom disintegrates and then the, yeah. the, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. So that was, and it did come out in two pieces. So I guess, I mean, it was the right call and all that. So, hmm. yeah. So quality, like a, a kudos to that dentist, right? Did you give him, did you go on Yelp? No, <laughs> Yelp. No, I did not go on Yelp. Give them some, uh, put up some pictures of the split tooth. The correct diagnosis. Is oh, there a Yelp get for a, doctors? I, I should tweet that picture of that tooth. I should try and find oh, I think my wife has it. It's a little blood on it, still a little gristle. Gnarly. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, they gave it to you. Nice. Yeah, does, yeah. It count, does it count as two tooth fairy visits? It did. 
It did. <laughs> Tooth Fairy came with the double. Tooth Fairy doubled it up. Nice. Uh, yeah. Because it was busted in half. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Did the Tooth Fairy take some back for the the whole fact that it happened in the first place? How did what happened? She did felt. You- we have a we have like a, a countertop island, and so mm-hmm. we have chairs that are higher than normal. And she uh, fell all the way off it right onto her tooth. <laughs> oh, but there. I will tell you this. My my uh, in-laws and we got her like a little present, you know, a little gift, like get well kind of gift and uh, to take, you know, something to kind of distract her from what was going on. And my older two kids were all, co- I knew this would happen too. I was furious. Jealous. With them. They yeah. were jealous. Yeah. Oh, I wish this, I wish I got hurt. It's not How fair. How come she, she gets gifted and I don't oh, get anything? Man. She got three presents and it's not even her. Yeah, you know Nothing. what? I, you know what I told them? You got the tire I, they, iron out. They, we were driving somewhere, and they were like getting all on her. And I'm like, okay, yeah. you two, I don't want to hear another word out of you. We I arrived at the destination. I'm like, Holly, take take Helen and Faith out of the car, please. And Jason and Grace are like clamoring out of the car. I'm, Get back in the car. And like what? And they're like, I do not. You want to know what they're gonna do? And I went into detail with their with the the doctor mm-hmm. is gonna give her stuff. It's gonna knock her out. Didn't knock her out, but like, and then they're gonna he's gonna give because my son did have a cavity filled, so I was like, mm-hmm. he knew what it was gonna happen. They, did you like that? And they gave you a shot. Well, she's gonna have a bunch of those, and then they're gonna take a knife and they're gonna have to cut her <laughs> gum and they're gonna have to pull the tooth out. And it's gonna hurt. And she's been in pain for a week and a half. Oh, I was going on and on, like really playing. It I up. mean, I I. Mm. And I'm like, and then it's going to hurt all day. And I don't want to hear another word out of it from either one of you. If you do, you're going to be a big mouse. If they really push me over the edge like this, yeah. I might go so far as to get a pair of pliers out of the toolbox. <laughs> yeah. And, and, pin them on the, and pin them on the floor and not, not actually make contact with the tooth, but propose my inquiries then. I'm pretty sure say, it's a war crime. If you would like, would you still like some gifts? Because we can make it. You know, we can arrange it so that you can have some gifts, but yeah. I'm going to have to pull at least one of these out. You want to pick which one it is? Yeah. <laughs> and then yep. you can you can yep. pick your gift. I'm pretty sure the... Uh... Too far. I mean, that would send a good message, though. I don't think they would ever say yes. If the kid who says yes, take these take <laughs> these two because I want a new video game. Sociopath. I, you, you should take them to see someone right away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure what you're proposing is against the Geneva, Geneva Convention. <laughs> I mean, that day, call the therapist. Tell them what you did, just flat out. Oh man! And then your kids' response. I think they'll uh, they'll That's have some funny. things to say. That's funny. Be truthful. I, I was really I was really disappointed in them though. I mean, come on, have some sympathy. That's the I rounded it up. I mean, I wasn't even yelling. I was just like, you guys have to have some sympathy for her. She's in pain and she's going to be in pain for a couple more days, and so you need to be. Kids are <sighs> monsters. Anyways, I I got a little more follow up. If you want to listen back from yeah, uh, I do, I do. Ten episodes, maybe twelve. Remember my Gmail had filled up and I uh, was like, oh, what am I going to do? I got to delete all this mail. I got to, like, I solved my problem. Google, okay. this, the Google uh, Internet Security Day was someday this week. So Google mm-hmm. had this promotion where if you fill out, if you check your security settings in Google. You get more space. Yeah, they gave me two more gigs. So boom, I'm up to 17 gig. <laughs> Jeez. That is a lot of space they give you. I wonder how much of that they really make back. I don't know. Yeah, I did nothing. I didn't change a thing. Everything was already locked in, dialed in, tip hmm. top, all set. Good. So you didn't yeah. just go delete images. I did find some old log files from this old project I was looking for. A couple hundred meg of log files. I could probably delete. I did a delete actually, but yeah. So so there was some other information. I do need to keep going through there, but yeah. I think that's really it for all of my comments. What else you got? Uh, nothing. 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 
Cue the music. Thank you.